not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve. Oh, I'm recording now, but I have to oh, go you are? Yeah, hey, we're live-ish. <laughs> Episode 71 of Slurp Toast, our podcast. I need to hop over to Instagram and, and say we're live, so you we'll just do that now. And we'll welcome Instagram to the feed. There we go. Instagram there is on go. board. We'll be with those fine folks for an hour or so, and everybody else, buckle up. It's the usual nonsense. How are uh-huh. you, sir? You were just talking about making midgets. <laughs> That's right. I was trying to shape my hair. Uh, I was gonna, you know, like putting it in a dresser drawer in the way that you keep children small, you know. <laughs> I believe the actual commas, and that's how midgets are made. But anyway, I believe it's exactly what it was. Yes, <laughs> yes. Hey, I, I, I rearranged some things in here. I got we had an old we had an office chair, a mm-hmm. really good office chair that I'm in. Like now, it's an so that's good. You can see I'm sitting a little higher, and I've got my camera mounted inside that silly ring light. So now everything's in like it's compacted. Wow, it's tighter. You know what? I have one of those silly ring lights that we bought one. I don't know why uh, at work, and I, I brought it home to play with it, and mm-hmm. I've never taken it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine has a Still in the box. <laughs> mine has a spot where you can mount the camera right in the middle, huh? so it maximizes. Yeah, right. That's so I right. did that, and uh, we're ready my... to do makeup tutorials. <laughs> start with dyeing my beard, maybe. Just yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I look less like uh, defective Santa. <laughs> knock off Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Not even bad Santa, just knock off Santa. Oh, hey, so. Look, there's, there's a movie there. Yeah. There is. <laughs> so I call Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Let's get uh, let's get Vince following. Let's, uh, let's go. Yeah. We're going to go Fred Claus. No, you're right. Let's scratch that one. Who should we get? Who would be a good knockoff Santa? Danny DeVito. There we go. <laughs> he plays all the elves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is stupid because it was the Willy Wonka thing, but I think Hugh Grant would make an interesting Santa Claus. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think, I think, I think so. Definitely, yes. <laughs> Twitchy Santa. Twitchy Santa, yeah. Twitchy mumbly Santa. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. We all find Julia Roberts under the stock under the tree. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, Would it be sad? No. No. no? <laughs> okay. So what's been going on, my friend? Not much, man. Not much. Uh good talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Woo. Look, I mean I made us Jack Kirby like. All back. right. Yay. Now I'll finish that up. <laughs> oh shit! I'll go back to the back of the room, stand there with that weird frog pose. <laughs> yeah, with and, the one hand out. Yes, there the we go. Like kick behind you at an unnatural angle that would dislocate your hip. That one. Yes, that yes. one. That one. <laughs> Standard uh, jumping and leaping into action pose. Yes. 
Oh, we were. Smart, I've been trying to get Oscar movies in because that's one of the things we always do, but they're also fucking long this year. Like, there's at least three of them that are over three hours long. So we decide, oh. we decide tonight we're just going to chop them up into the mini series they should have been. So we we ate dinner and watched like an hour and a half of Killers of the Flower Moon. Now First you're still break. got two hours <laughs> left, but okay, whatever. Yeah, it's it is moving slow. I'm not gonna lie, but they're killing uh, lots of Osage. Oh goody! Uh, yeah, that ain't gonna go. No, it's not gonna go. <laughs> That's right. They're gonna get <laughs> casinos and take it all back. <laughs> We'll we've, see. Seen, we've seen the future and it's slot machines <laughs> weird though when you say casinos because de niro's in this one right so it's all oh, tied together God. he's planting the seeds right uh-huh uh, one day he'll come to you and i'll ask you for a favor <laughs> and you'll say yes and you'll say yes if i do this for you this one day yeah little bit a little bit it's a little weird hearing uh bob de niro speaking uh osage though that's a little weird so you do it with the taxi driver accent yeah <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> leonardo dicaprio is starting to look his age there's i think somebody stole his dorian oh. gray photo <laughs> yeah johnny depp holy crap he looked like i don't know what the hell he looked like i know what he did he looked like your great aunt who's you know has an alcohol problem you haven't seen her for 20 years. <laughs> she just shows up. <laughs> Lots of scarves and alcohol. Lots of scarves, booze, and just an overall puff. <laughs> Everything is just like, you know, three sizes too big. Face, the head, <laughs> the hands. <laughs> you know what? Seeing those guys age Bobby? up a little bit. Seeing those guys age up a little bit doesn't hurt my feelings at all. It's like, oh, somebody went, oh, look, the clock has stopped. We'll just wind it ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they wake up the next morning. Ah, oh, everything hurts. Yes. Good. Finally. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're starting. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Uh, I did have the pre-appointment for my first colonoscopy, something I'm oh, excited about. Oh, yeah. good luck. How, how, are you excited? No. <laughs> No, and it was funny because the the one the, the my 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 primary care physician is like, oh, you know, you're at the age you should get one, and and she goes, and you do have options. I go, what they they finally got better technology. I'm like, oh no no no, you can you can do the colon guard thing, and I was like, not not after Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> Poop in me, <laughs> no, just drop a load. <laughs> I love it. I'm way Woody Harrelson, you know, freaking out talking to colon god boxes kind of put me off that. <laughs> yeah. I just one of those sitting on my counter in my bathroom when I keep going, step one, cut a hole in the box. Step two, <laughs> take a shit in the box. I don't <laughs> can't bring myself to do it either. <laughs> no, no, because I, I once they, they you know, my doctor wanted me to do like um this is gross. They had like a little collot the not it, it was a pre-screening test, right? Mm -hmm. And you'd have to, to like get your own stool sample and like smudge a little bit on there. And I almost uh, puked. I had to do it five uh, days in a row, and five days I was this close to contaminating everything in the bathroom and just throwing <laughs> up because she's in there. 
Yeah, a little. Yeah, like a little, 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 little stick, like the the samples Ooh. at a Baskin Robbins stick. <laughs> it's not pink, <laughs> you know. And you kind of like stab at this thing that's floating. It's like bobbing for apples of the worst kind, and just you know, it, it breaks apart. You're just like, oh, oh, fuck, I should never have eaten that. Oh my god, yeah, I'm gonna close the toilet. You're like, oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I gotta go back in there. You're looking at the thing going, God, fuck, nothing. <laughs> I can honestly say Hi, this France. is not where I thought Hi, this France. was going. <laughs> <laughs> and all the ships at sea, welcome. Welcome to Slurp Toast, a podcast. Not normally about feces, but tonight on a very special episode. <laughs> I was wow. Amusing, like, like, you get around... <laughs> You know, I have a friend of mine who like talks about having a, a prostate cancer scare, right? Yeah. But then he tells the story with such gravitas and such seriousness and such, you know, like I don't know, like this is the end of his world. And you're kind of like, dude, someone stuck a finger up your butt. <laughs> you <laughs> have to make fun of that. Right? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Whatever else you think is going on, that's part of the that's that's got, a part of the story you, that you you have. got fingered. Yeah, you, yeah, you got fingered. Did you get a drink first? Did you get this? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, slap Chris, on the ass. Whiny, yeah, whiny got fingered. Uh, <laughs> but you know, and then I've been around these guys who are like, oh, yep, yep, I had a kidney stone, worst pain ever. And then it's like, well, why don't you tell the part where you have to pee through the strainer and it's like your finger over a hose in the garden pee goes every fucking where <laughs> and now you're digging for this little tiny piece of crystal meth and wiping <laughs> the bathroom the back like of the a, toilet like it's a crime scene <laughs> like it's a crime you're in there with rubber it's not a, it's not enough bleach <laughs> no there is it and you've got your little medical supply strainer which you know is supposed to be sterile or something but it was just like a shower head and I will tell you, those things come in a sleeve of a hundred, and they're just—they're <laughs> not sterile. Oh shit! Don't have those? Yeah, I've got those over on that shelf. Hold on, let me wrinkle open the bag. Take it out with my hand. <laughs> That's right. Take it to the counter, spring it up, put it in the bag, so you can take it home and put your hands all over. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's over there with the Dixie cups, <laughs> just stacked up in that little dispenser. Just buy the whole sleeve. <laughs> Share with your friends and family. Exactly. Just leave them in there. It's a conversation starter. Oh, there we go. Whoa. I was riding a little high. <laughs> <laughs> kind of uncomfortable. Uh, now I'm a little low, but that's all right. I'll go with this. Oh, man. Well, that took a turn. And that, by the way, is the title of the episode now, Not Enough Bleach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, so here's here's my interesting discovery for the week, and then you're gonna like this one, I think. Okay. It's, I'm trying to I'm trying to get us back on track here, so then we can riff on here. Besides, Walk us back off the edge. <laughs> stepping away from feces talk now. Um, mm. yes. Yeah, it's a very special audience we have. Um, I saw. I got Somebody too did late. Goes. Why is he stabbing turds? <laughs> 
<laughs> Everyone has to have a hobby. I'm practicing for Halloween. <laughs> uh, Children's parties and take a turn. Yeah, yeah. There it goes right there. Right. Um, so, and, and that's my segue right there. So this morning I got up to let the dogs out, and oof, oh, let's oof, let's oof, si- oof, let's oof. let's sidetrack off that for a minute. Did you know dogs have ACLs? I saw you post that. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> did, did you know they can tear their ACLs? Uh, if they got them, sure. I <laughs> learned number two after I learned number one. No, number one after I learned number two. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, our dog is walking around with a brace on, limping on three legs. Oh, man. She hit a hole running, and apparently the sound was, uh, the boys were home for the weekend. Apparently it was... Uh, Pop. They were sitting, yeah, it was just, apparently she was screaming like she was shot. Because, <sighs> you know, they can't say, fuck, that hurts. So, <laughs> so they have to speak it and bark. Yes. <laughs> Pretty sure it was fuck over and over, but anyway, that so, yeah, dog's so, got nothing but white eyes and these little <laughs> pin prick pools. <laughs> so, so yeah, she's been taking two pain pills a day. That we have to have to watch it for two weeks. Did you uh, know your dog can get addicted to Vicodin? <laughs> Just throwing that out there before you guys. Uh... Uh, so yeah, so we go back on Thursday to find out if it was a partial tear and she can keep. Uh, managing it at home or if it's a full tear and we have to have the acl surgery on the dog <laughs> so wish me luck with that sure i'm also trying to imagine your little dog like outside of of prescription mills you know hanging outside <laughs> of these shady vet clinics you know whimpering <laughs> meanwhile somebody who looks like jack elam from uh, cannibal run is out there <laughs> rah, rah, dispensing you know Doggy Vicodin. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful it's only a partial tear because she keeps like wanting to go like walk for walks and stuff. So we, we shall see. We shall see on Thursday. But anyway, I got up this morning, let her and the other dog out, right? And I sat down, I was going to let Laura sleep a little bit. So I turn on the TV and I'm just flipping around. I'm like, we, you know, we have 8,000 streaming services and, and I don't know what's on any of them, right? Mm-hmm. I flipped over to Peacock, which I don't go to very often. Let's go. Oh, they have WWE. There was a thing the other day. I click on the tab for WWE, and it says territories. I say territories. You say interesting. Uh, there's a whole shit ton of Mid South wrestling really? on Peacock. Yes. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I'm watching when we're done. <laughs> it starts like like eighty two and goes through eighty six. There's like four years worth of Mid South on there. Those are the good years. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. my God. And it's got... Then, then people will find out why we always thought that... Uh... <laughs> What's this? I, I send Michaels. Tell... Yeah, that yeah, Michaels was such a... <laughs> when he's <laughs> that, a jobber. It's funny, because I just picked a random episode, right? It's like, oh, uh, it was like January Tim 85. Tim Orndorff and... Yeah. <laughs> January of 85. Um, DiBiase's still there. He's doing color commentary with Jim Ross. He's the bad guy champion. Apparently the the Guerrero brothers had cheated to win the tag team titles the week before. Uh, Jim Cornette was at ringside in the giant sombrero and, <laughs> and handed them a bag of pesos, which which they waffled Ricky Morton. <laughs> So, so this was so devious and underhanded that the titles were returned to the Rock and Roll Express and the Guerreros were not happy, right? Uh, and um, they go on, they're sitting in the middle of the ring in their full Bandito gear, the two 
bandoliers. bandoliers <laughs> and sombreros and Chavo seniors is laying on the whole Mexicans in the Alamo shtick. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> right. And then, uh, then they have a match and Shawn Michaels, as it turns out, is one of the jobbers they're facing and he gets laid out again. Like Chavo puts him on his back and does his like reverse flipping suplex thing. And Michaels just gets pancaked. And I'm like, he really was just a jobber back in the day. And Oh yeah. I could never take him seriously. So, but anyway, okay. yes, Peacock, you go to huh? w- oh, Peacock, WWE, click on the territories tabs. I saw World Class was on there. AWA was on there. Mid South was on there. Smoky Mountain. So I just, but I was like, oh shit. So I, I texted my boys. I was like, I can't make any more episodes of Lucha Underground, but I can share with you what made me a wrestling fan. And I get a text from Connor. He's like, oh my God, this is so 80s. And they had changed the opening music, those cheesy montages. No. So, but of course, there were rights issues. So they changed the opening music. And okay. it doesn't have like the local promos, but <laughs> which sort of is like the the icing on that, right? But uh, Tulsa School of Welding. <laughs> <laughs> or we're going to Creepy Crawly this weekend. Um, <laughs> I specifically wonder. Remember yeah. a, a promo that Dutch Mantel and Bill Dundee did one time? They were doing some shows in Crowley, and like, <laughs> Ooh, Creepy Crowley. So we got like Dutch Mantel, the the walking hair shirt and a little Australian Bill Dundee. They've got binoculars. They're going, oh, she's a big one, Bill. (laughs) 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 We all do that now. Oh, my God. You couldn't do that now. Okay, funny story. So I'm on Twitter X, whatever it is. I'm reading through a thread on Mike Johnson and somebody drops a bunky joke. (laughs) Is that where he's from? No, I don't think it's where he's from, but it, they just dropped Bunky in there. And I said, ha ha, by the way, all my friends in Lafayette, we used to say we were from Bunky because we saw it on a map and thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and he goes, I lived in Louisiana. We did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it just sounds like a great joke, a punchline. Right? <laughs> Bunky, Louisiana. It's also where our sisters were forced to go to band camp every summer. Oh, they did? That's I they did not the, know that. Yeah, the marching band camp for the high school was Jerry's in Bunky. kids went to Bunky. They did every summer, and it was brutally hot in Bunky. Worst earnest film ever. <laughs> Jerry's kids go to Bunky. <laughs> Jerry's kids go to Bunky. <laughs> know what I'm talking about, Vern? <laughs> know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, was it Powers Booth and Southern Comfort? <laughs> and one of the Carradines was in that too, weren't they? Yes. The one the one who didn't, who didn't getting, do the thing, yeah. The one who, who didn't die by autoerotic asphyxiation. Correct. Yes, the Keith. one who was not the one who's not the one who is not kung fu. <laughs> it's like there's two Keach brothers, right? Stacy and not Stacy. Right. <laughs> Couldn't tell you who the other one was. That's right. Two Br- Bridges brothers. Those the I can get. And the other one. <laughs> dude and, and, Bo, and the bro. Jeff and Bo, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I knew it was Bo. I was just playing along. Uh, I know. But the, the fabulous Baker boys, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what other acting brothers are there? The Sheen brothers who have different last names. Mm-hmm. The Marx brothers. Uh, of course. 
I dropped uh, a I dropped a Marx Brothers joke. <laughs> uh, somebody said something. What is Blanco? I go. That's the one Marx Brothers who never made it out of vaudeville. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's a guy who sits behind us, and he's I don't know. He's he's in his seventies, and he just lost it. <laughs> your audience. <laughs> so yeah, he was like. Wow, because nobody. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> nothing from nobody. It's like I love the classics, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. So wait a minute. Were we ending it at WWE? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Were we ending at WWE and UCW, or was there another? No, no, no. That was my. That was okay. my... <laughs> I, I really just wanted to impart that information to you, but to the, you know, if, if people in France want to tune in and find out what fo- what the best pro wrestling ever was, it's available on Peacock. That'd be cool, though. You could watch Ric Flair come rolling out of the Carolinas. <laughs> no, that too, like Mid Atlantic. That's right. That was the other one that I forgot. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I was flipping, just kind of flipping through, and there's Kevin Sullivan, uh, Sullivan in the South stuff or Florida. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see Florida, but I know they own it, so probably. Yeah. But I did see the, the line that said Dusty Rose, Andre the Giant, and his junkyard dog take on Ernie Ladd and the Samoans. I haven't seen that match in a thousand years, but I definitely want to rewatch that. Wow. You know, I, I was trying to tell somebody we we're talking about wrestling and they're WWE marks. And I was mentioning, I said, you know, my childhood, where we lived, we were close enough to Texas to get world class Von Eric wrestling uh we got awa out of georgia and then we had mid-south i go and you'd see some dude lose in georgia <laughs> and then the next week it's a loser leaves town we're never gonna see him again there he is in, in <laughs> texas <laughs> that's how they stayed fresh though i mean they oh yeah exactly reinvent yourself in another market and you know unless you had basic cable you never knew <laughs> Well, we sort of like we sort of became fans right as the basic cable thing kicked in because before that you would never know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Leave Florida and go to Portland. Who's gonna tell? Oh my God! I watched. Uh, what is it? AW? No, yeah. AWA is the one out of the mid middle uh, midwestern one. Yeah. Yep. I, I watched that one in Denver. First, and then they start- I ever went to is Jesse versus Hulk Hogan. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I high-fived Andre the Giant one time in Lafayette at a Mid-South show. I was sitting front row ringside because you could do that for like 10 bucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he came out and biggest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. Um, he was huge. Uh, yes. Well, we were there when Adrian Street got spat upon. She yes. spat on me. She spat on me. And there was that little Cajun lady who was just cursing up the storm. Oh, I don't know well, if she was a plant. I don't think she was. I don't think cow, so. That was fantastic. I, just like one of my all-time favorite wrestlers just because of the heat machine that he was in the South, man. Good <laughs> Lord. Yes, oh. you don't have men here. Uh, <laughs> darling. I'm in love. With me. <laughs> Just one of the best gimmicks of all time. Just absolutely phenomenal. So I would draw a straight line between the appreciation of what he did <laughs> to Gold Dust. Oh, for sure. It's an interview with him where he goes, 
Dusty didn't think much of my gimmick, but his son sure got it. <laughs> I've seen that in print. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I I, I remember, I vividly remember sitting at Arthur's house one Saturday. We had it on, and it was when he kissed Terry Taylor full of the mouth to win the title. We were yes. all like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> Terry Taylor's up there wiping it off like it's <laughs> never happened before. <laughs> yeah. Every time he's ever won a title anywhere, that's the finish of the match, right? Yeah, exactly. It's in his contract. I'm going to build up. I'm going to win the championship, but he's got to kiss me on the mouth. Wait, that's weirdly specific. (laughs) I am the red rooster. I just remember when he came out with that, with like the Uh, dyed red mohawk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't even bother to do the hawk and animal shave your head thing. Just Just, put some gel in it. He still had his mullet, and they just like grabbed the middle part of it. (laughs) Something about married it up and done it red. (laughs) And here it comes, Terry Taylor, the red rooster. And you're kind of like, what what the hell is this? (laughs) (laughs) The story I've read a couple couple of books is that. He was in the running for Mr. Perfect, and he lost out to Kurt Henning and ended up as a rooster. Wow, that's a terrible consolation prize. <laughs> no shit. And perhaps that's he kind of one where you like oh, ever. Yeah, that's kind of the one where you're like, uh, 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 what second prize? <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> What's third prize? Can I have third, third prize? prize? Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, it's you're fired. Fine, I'll take that one. <laughs> That's much better. It's like go where else. I'm man. done. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Oh man, you hung up a Let's little see. bit there. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're back. We're back. Okay. okay. Um, I saw. <laughs> uh, I guess we should talk about the Fantastic Four because we're such. Speaking of marks, we're such Fantastic that- Four marks. Did I tell you that I watched the Marvels? I saw you post about it. Tell me about it. Uh, it was not awful. <laughs> <laughs> that is a high bar for Marvel these days. Well, here was the thing. It, it, it. You know, as a friend said, it should have been called Miss Marvel and Friends. <laughs> it's like and her amazing friends and her amazing <laughs> friends. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but no, it was light. It was breezy. Um, it was fun. You didn't recognize that Brie Larson. Uh, just has no grasp on the superhero thing, you know, because like Kamala Khan or the girl who plays her was fantastic. Lots okay. of fun, lots of high energy. Um, uh, some scenes, uh, emotionally, there was some stuff going on that you just didn't buy, but all in all, it was light and breezy and fun. And it, okay. and it was kind of like this movie did not deserve the hate that it got. It just, did, right. it just did not. Um, yeah, well, I mean, my, my wife has called me sexist because I haven't watched it yet. I'm like, I'm just not that emotionally invested in any of these characters. But yeah, you know. no, there's there's not. There's even a Bollywood type of scene, which is kind of fun because it kind of comes out of nowhere. Okay, turns out that in order to preserve some some hierarchy, uh, Carol agreed to marry the prince, and they only communicate in song. So it ends up being this kind of. Uh. Bollywood number, which of okay. course, little Miss Marvel is like completely, totally into it. And, you know, it ends with her kind of like, <laughs> kind of like Nick Fury recruiting uh, Haley Stanfield, whatever. Okay. Hawkeye. 
to the young Avengers. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, girl. Uh, Okay. She's sitting there in her her apartment, like the fingers steepled and stuff like that. very charming movie they have a plan to get all these you know their big space station fails they have a plan which to me is the kind of shit we would have dreamed up had they okay. asked us and we would have said this is what we want to do and they'd have been like well, okay find a way to make it work <laughs> all right now now i'm intrigued all right now i'm gonna watch the movie i would have gotten around to it eventually i know i would have but now oh, yeah. i'm gonna bump it up yeah, you're gonna get to that scene and go. <laughs> I totally would have done that in the writer's room. I'd have pitched that. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, I'm sold now. Just for that. So, so like I said, fun scenes, uh overall a few missed beats, but it's it's entertaining. It and it totally did it it did not deserve the hate that it got. All right, cool. That being right. said, I haven't been able to make myself watch Ant Man, so <laughs> I didn't. I actually liked Ant Man. I think you will too. Okay. By and large, I mean it's. Um, it doesn't necessarily have all the heavy lifting. There's some light lifting, right? Okay. But uh, there's some fun stuff in there, and it's still you can't not like Paul Rudd, right? And it's still de- self deprecating in that regard. So he does that, and the. Yeah, I think you'll like most of that one. Okay. All right. I'm getting a weird feedback here. Something's too high. Um, but uh, yeah. So and then, I'm just you're gonna pretend that Madam Web doesn't exist, right? You know, that's one of those where like you see the commercial and you're just like, wow, that's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, the first time I saw anything. Well, first of all, Dakota Johnson can't act her way out of a paper bag, right? And she's your lead. <laughs> told somebody it's like put them in a paper bag and tell them to head for the light they still won't get out <laughs> I, I i think i made the joke when she hosted snl uh to laura i used the old dennis miller joke she's got the range of a daisy air rifle <laughs> uh she doesn't that's just she does not work for me in any possible permutation so uh yeah i still haven't gotten around to watching morbius so I'll watch that one before I watch Madam Web. It's Morbin time. <laughs> There's a Morbius poster right there. <laughs> you can't see it, but it was they were giving them away at the movie theater one time, so I grabbed one. Um, and yeah, Fantastic Four. How about the casting? What do you think? Um, is there not a, a sci-fi franchise they don't try and sign Pedro Pascal to? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's contractually obligated to be in everything. Uh-huh. He's been in DC, right? Because he was Maxwell Lord. Uh-huh. Star Wars. Uh-huh. Uh, the Last of Us. Yeah. He was in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So if I can get him in a Trek movie, boom. Uh, there you go. He's dealing. I, it's fine. I like him. He's entertaining. And I think he's I, I like him as an interesting choice to play Reed. Yes. It'll be yeah. a different vibe. And I also like that it looks like it's going to be sort of a retro fit, sort of like 60s vibe based on the the drawing they released, right? I think that would be fun. That would be fun. And Vanessa Kirby is Sue Storm. That works. Right? works wasn't, she, wasn't she in Guardians? Isn't she the gold chick? Or am I thinking no, so? no. That is the chick that played Princess Diana that's been winning all the awards. The big, tall, blonde chick. Which one is that? Becky. Her last name is Debecky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Vanessa Kirby was in a couple of the uh, Mission Impossibles, and she was in Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. And The Crown. Okay. She was Princess Margaret on one of the Crown seasons. Okay, got it. Now I've, I've looked her up. So she, okay. Was she Hobbs or Shaw? <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Well, it's you. like we're at work and somebody goes, Jathan Statham is the beekeeper. Somebody else is like, I thought he was the transporter. And somebody's like, oh, no, he's Hobbs or maybe Shaw. And I go, was he the Meg? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny because I turned on I some channels this afternoon and there was a Jason Statham movie on Sci Fi Channel that I've never seen. And it was called failsafe or something and he was about to get whacked by the russian mob i and i like i can't stop because i will get sucked into this i know how this will go um there's a really good one that i like of his uh that i'm gonna look at the name of because it's it's kind of uh off offbeat it's one of his lesser ones but uh it's set in vegas okay and it wasn't parker was it no <laughs> I was set in Miami, and that was not good. Um, that was not good at all. Um, hold on, I'm gonna. Have you seen Wrath of Man? Because that one is really good. It's it's he's punching way above his weight in that one. No, I don't think so. That one's real. That one's a good movie. That's a good movie. It'd be good no matter. Wild Card is the one I'm thinking of where he plays a. You know what? I think I walked in and Kristen was watching it once. That sounds awful. I didn't mean to say it that way. <laughs> um, okay. Wild card. He's like a Vegas fixer and shit happens. And it's based on a book by the same guy that wrote princess bride and marathon man. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> based right. loosely. I'm, Cause I've read the book since then loosely based. Loosely right? based. <laughs> so loosely uh, they had to change the title. The title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, that's pretty much. There's a correct order to watch the transporter movies. I'm going to assume it's one, two, three. <laughs> oh, that's right. The mechanic. We were trying to figure out everything he was. So they're like, yeah, he's the this, mechanic. Yes. He's a transporter. Uh, a beekeeper. The beekeeper. Hobbs and or Shaw. He's an, he's also expendable. Yes, he is expendable. One, two, three, or four times. <laughs> Jason Statham's best movies. Hmm. Okay, Wrath of Man. Oh yeah, Wrath of Man. That's the one where like he they kill his son or something, and he yeah, goes on. it's really good. It's it's like perhaps his bad. I'm not damning with faint praise. I recognize, but it's 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 a better movie than it has any right to be. Like Jack and I went to see it one time, and we both were like, "Wow, that was just a good movie." He happened to be in. Um, <laughs> and he's been trying to get Connor to watch it forever, and apparently they watched it while they were home a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Connor was like, "Holy crap, that was really good!" So anyway, so it meets, okay. it, it meets the twenty-year-old boy test, um, <laughs> which is really probably the target audience. He's also uh, he's also high voltage, baby. Ooh. <laughs> oh no, it's crank. He gets crank. cranked. He's, he's cranked. The Meg is cranked. <laughs> I remember the first time, the first time we saw a trailer for the Meg. I was in was something with the boys. And I'm like, he better Superman punch that fucking shark. And sure enough, he did in this trailer. I'm like, okay, we're going to see that, right? And I, oh hell yes, we are. So I've raised my children, right? <laughs> they 
recognize the stupidity <laughs> in the fun of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. <clears throat> so so okay. So Fantastic Four. We like we like Pedro. We like Vanessa Kirby. Uh, the kid that was Eddie Munson is Johnny Storm. Okay. So the storms are British. Okay. okay. I got no problem with that. And then the dude who is uh, the obnoxious cousin Brother on the bear. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be Ben. So I, I think I'm okay with that too. I like him. So, um, yeah, I dig the cast. If they do like a, <laughs> so there's, I didn't notice it at first. Somebody said Herbie's in the drawing and I didn't notice that. And apparently, uh, somebody asked Ricky Gervais if he would be interested in voicing Herbie. And he said, do I get to curse? <laughs> that could be fun that right. could be fun uh, I would love to see it open just like Fantastic Four number one where like fighting you know, in the middle of the fight with Mole Man's yeah monsters. and like all just coming out of nowhere <laughs> right I mean it's written perfectly for an opening oh that would be inter- uh, yeah they won't do it no we have, they to will. Do the, we have to do the whole convoluted origin again I think you can backfill the origin. Well, that's what they did in issue one of the book, right? Yeah, they appear, and then you back, then you tell the short version of the origin, and then you're off to convincing a bunch of scrolls that they're cattle. (laughs) 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 Which I remember, I read that one of the Marvel, the Omnibus ones, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Well, that's that's fucked up." I think sometime later somebody addressed that they were in the food supply at that point, at some point, and it had gotten away from them. I think that got addressed. Um, speaking of of omnibuy, mm-hmm. I uh, I just had this weird random thought the other day. I wanted to like read an old X Men story. Okay, it was the one where uh, Wolverine and Nightcrawler go hunting for the Wendigo. Oh, okay. I vaguely rem- I, I mean, I I remember that, but yes. It was it was in the same issues as Days of Future Past. It was. It was. So I found the collection and it came yesterday. And it's it's the Days of Future Past trade. Okay. And first issue, it, it starts with the very first issue of X-Men I bought off of a newsstand, which is the one right after Gene dies, the uh-huh. where Cyclops leaves the X-Men. Right. And it's got the big pink cover with him in the foreground. And then the uh, Nightcrawler's Inferno Annual, which was a trip because I didn't understand the Inferno when I read that to begin with. Oh, okay. And then it goes into the Days of Future Past. That's when Kitty joins and Wolverine and Nightcrawler go to Canada and then Days of Future Past is unwinding. And the last one is the one where Kitty fights the alien in the mansion by herself. Oh, yeah. I remember it's that. A nice, tight little collection. I'm like, this is way more than I was bargaining for, and I'm going to enjoy <laughs> reading this without having to dig out single issues. That's a, That was a good purchase. Nice, 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 yeah. nice. No, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, because I, I, I remember her fighting the brood mm-hmm. by herself. You know, and I do remember... <laughs> it's kind of funny. I mean, I remember bits and pieces of those. Don't realize that it was all tied up in... I, I couldn't... I knew it was... A, in the same time frame, right? I, but I thought it was like Days of Future Past and then like, you know, These Wolfie and Nightcrawler's stories. Canadian Adventure. But it's happening concurrently. So oh. that's and that's also where the brown costume debuted. So there's that. Oh, well, that trade oh, paperback's going to be worth something. Oh, I'm sure. I got the only one, right? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't mass produced. Fuck, yeah. Get it graded. <laughs> <laughs> the 
get an autograph. Wouldn't that be funny to get a like a trade paperback graded? Just <laughs> check it out, y'all. <laughs> I'm reprints of X-Men 96 through this. <laughs> it's a fucking 10, man. Mint gem or however they grade them. That's baseball cards. Uh, it's a trade funny, paperback. It? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's pretty it's also, cool. To... It's also a 10. And it's, ten. And it's, and it's bricked. <laughs> I got it slabbed and everything, man. That's right. It's slabbed. I got it wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go get myself a reading copy now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> I had the original episode. I had the original issues, and then I got the trade. So I got rid of them. <laughs> now I got that graded. <laughs> so I got to go find. I may go look for the original issues again. They can't be worth that much, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we all know there are collectors who think like that. <laughs> yes, yes, there are. Which, which brings me to my next topic, because I asked you a question the other day, and I, I was afraid I knew the answer to the question, and mm -hmm. you confirmed it, and it made me sad. Which was? So there's there's a market for empty Funko boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there completely is, yeah. Uh, you can go looking on Facebook and do, like, uh, pops, inserts, and boxes. <clears throat> wow. And you may have to join the group and stuff, but, yeah, there is a market for them. Um, okay, which, which uh, there's there, I, I it's kind of like a mixed feelings kind of a thing. Um, because like I have a Philly fanatic somewhere mm -hmm. around here, um, where the box is kind of jacked up, and it's like, you know, if I could find a good box, I would, I would probably, you know, throw a couple bucks at it. Um, not a lot, mind you, because it's just a goddamn box, but right. <laughs> And then, of course, you're sitting there going, wow, I would have to pay like $7 to have a box put into another box <laughs> shipped to me. And there's something really weirdly inception about all that. Uh, where George Carlin's rolling over in his grave. Uh -huh. so, yeah, so it's just another, another place for my stuff. All of my stuff, yeah. So I got a box inside a box, and that box is inside a protector. Sure. Who is protecting the protector? Schrodinger's <laughs> box. <laughs> It might be mint. It might not. Let's never open it and find <laughs> out. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for finishing that for me. I wasn't trying to get there, but you took care of it. That's good. Wow. Yeah. So, but yes, yeah. there are. As long as the boxes are in, in good or, you know, almost mint condition, you can get a couple. It depends on the character, but you can. You can. There are people who will, will buy the boxes. And like I said, it, it, it kind of, if, you know. I, I I can understand why people do it. And like, I would do it if I had a pop that I really, really liked, but the box is all jacked up. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I just, I inherited a, a box full of uh, boxes. Leftovers. <laughs> There's boxes and a few pops that I'm like, I don't know why we bought this gentlemen. There's a <laughs> suicide squad, Steve Trevor. Um, <laughs> Ooh, you may never get rid of the box. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, I've got the pop. Um, oh, okay. and the box. Uh, right. I, I remember that one was purchased in Chinatown in New York because the dude was so happy to get it off his shelf. He cut Connor a deal, um, <laughs> practically gave it to him, as I recall. Oh, yeah, there, there's some pops out there that you know, I will say that that they. They they have changed their whole. I do believe that you know that, that their their 
that their disastrous 25th anniversary, <laughs> which was started bad, ended bad, um, is in the past. And that, you know, they're not going to, I think, oversaturate like they had. Um, I really wish they would have somebody who would like screen some of these movies and then just go back and go, yeah, the, the, get rid of half the line, you know? Yeah. Because, oh, the Eternals? Yeah, do the main characters. Don't do a lot. <laughs> yeah, those are floating around still. <laughs> yeah, three years later, you can still, yeah. It's... I keep looking at them going, I could put a set of those together for cheap. That would be kind of funny. You, you totally could. And that's sort of the thing. It's kind of like, you know, they that was the height of, like, let's just fucking produce everything. And the collectors were like, uh, give us more. Let's just mainline this shit. You know, it's got glow in the dark eyes. That's the only feature that glows. Sign me up. <laughs> you know, I'll take two. I'll take two. In fact, I did. Too. Yeah, they do buy two or three or four. Um, yeah, but I think so, that stuff is hopefully in the past. Because like I, I was thinking about watching Miss Marvel. So I was like, OK, I'm doing pops from Miss Marvels. I'm doing Carol Photon or whatever they're going to call her which they try and workshop shop names and that's just comedy gold. But anyway, it's tragic as well. <laughs> <coughs> and Ms. Marvel. And you're right. kind of like, I think I'd be done. I, I mean, yeah, Nick Fury is a big part of it, but I, I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think I would do him. Make him a chase. Make him a chase with the floor fleasic or whatever the hell the name of the cat is. Um. Maybe do it. Ah. Yeah, but they did one for you know Captain Marvel, so why bother? You know, and, and that's the thing. It's like I, I watched this season. I actually stopped watching this season. What if? Because as we said previously, what if they dealt with some other properties than the Avengers? That right. would be great. Because it's like once you get the Hydra Stomper eh, and Captain Marvel eh, or Captain Carter, you know, you're done. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, I don't know. Some of those what ifs, like I said, the second season was a great disappointment. And then I got to go, what is a terrible disappointment? Mm -hmm. You know, Loki, you just do Loki, you do Mobius, you do, you know, Sophie? Short Run or whatever the hell the kid's name is. <laughs> Uroboros. Uroboros. <laughs> Which I'm not <laughs> sure it should sound Hispanic because it's the Uroboros. Uroboros. Ah, uh, yes, he's Ouroboros. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll let Antonio Banderas into the TVA. That would, be, that would have been fantastic. He could, yeah, he could be the boss. He could be like Mobius's boss. You have been talking to uh, Ouroboros? Yes. Why do you have a guitar case? He has no concern to you. <laughs> twang, twang. <laughs> and then a big Desperados like fight scene with uh, shooting guitars and he's, those little glow sticks. Destroy them to create. <laughs> okay, that would actually have been pretty fun. <laughs> I want I want Antonio Banderas in the MCU in some way. I still think he'd be great as. Uh... Fuck, make him Doctor Doom. Just have him do the voice. Oh, <laughs> oh don't even tease me like that. <laughs> I see you, Richards. <laughs> That'd be great because then, then like then Reed is Hispanic, and then Doctor Doom is Hispanic. Oh. <laughs> Richards. Look what you did to my face. <laughs> For 
my beautiful face. Beautiful face. <laughs> my beautiful face. <laughs> oh my god. This is, yes, yes. Bucho. Bucho. <laughs> I'm looking for the man they call Richards. That is all. Oh yeah. Have him walk up to a desky man. bar. Yeah. <laughs> Cheech Marin behind the counter. <laughs> Is it too late to to get uh, Richard Rodriguez to direct Robert Rodriguez? Oh, I would pay so much money to see a Robert Rodriguez Fantastic Four movie. I can't even begin to tell you how much money. But I would then you got to recast Danny Trejo as Thing. Well, uh, that or you know we can find some other. We can find. Oh, we here's find what you do. No, I got it. I got it because you mentioned the cows. I know what we do. He's the scroll. No, he's the Submariner that Johnny like blazes the beard off of. <laughs> Forget Namor, that one they put in the movie. Yeah, Let's put this guy. We have Danny Trejo as the Submariner, please. <laughs> Shows up with no shirt, tattoos, and machetes. Just comes up out of the water. Tried it machete. Tried it machete. <laughs> little handheld tried it machine looks like the most evil candelabra you've ever seen just out there chopping shit up <laughs> well now then we have to ask then steve buscemi's the ball the mole man by the way oh yeah then you have cheech marin as herbie <laughs> hey Reed, man <laughs> pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> hey, the robot nobody kills the robot <laughs> Bam! 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 <laughs> okay, I've said it out loud, and now I'm going to wish two. it into existence. I still want Steve Buscemi to be the mole man now. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I, I'm putting that out in the universe in the most powerful way I can. That is what I want. I like it, man. Oh, God. And the green robe and those funky glasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he takes them off and his eyes bug out. Bam! Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. And we can use Danny DeVito and he can motion capture all the moloids. Yeah. All- <laughs> <laughs> just, we'll scan him once and do whatever. Do whatever, yes. <laughs> Little yellow Danny DeVito's running everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Little moloid maniacs running wild. What are you going to do with the moloids run over you, <laughs> brother? <laughs> let's get funky like a monkey. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, we just made that movie so much better. <laughs> yes, we did. But, yeah, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool because, you know, you just get some dude to walk around and Antonio Banderas just does that kind of. It's the James, he, just, he does the James Earl Jones voiceover work yeah. with some big dude in the suit in the metal suit, and then when you rip the mask off because you know they're gonna, it's Banderas's face. Yes, with a teeny tiny little scar. Little teeny scar. <laughs> it's a little tiny. Butcho gave me this. Butcho Richards. Yeah. Fuck, I lost my train of thought. Damn it. (laughs) No, 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 that was it. Uh, I'm on it. I came across a thread where they're talking about the cost, the the casting of Doom, Mm -hmm. right? And they're like, oh, it should be John Hamm. It should be this guy. It should be this guy. And you get about like 30 suggestions in for one person finally says, 
you just do it like Vader. You hire a guy to do the voice and put a big guy in a suit. And the thread was like, oh, that's brilliant. And you're like, we've been saying that for years. How do you not think of that first? After right. watching them screw Doom up in the first one and the third one or the and the one that I will never speak of again. Yes. Um, I think I yeah. watched that one. That was just I'm bizarre. sorry. Wow, it was, it was stupid. It was, it was dumber than dumb. Um, yeah, I mean, it's totally a Vader role, right? It's your voice. And then just a big green cape and an Iron Man. And if it's... <laughs> Go to props, good, take an Iron Man, wrap a robe around <laughs> it, you're done. If it's good enough for Vader. Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper... You don't even have to do motion capture. You just find a big dude and put him right? in a suit. Put, put Batista in the suit. There you go. There or you one go. Of the, or somebody, Kane. Kane's not Undertaker. Undertaker's moving slow these days, though. Yeah. Um, Kane would be good if he's, you know, not running for office or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone large we could find. But, yeah. No, that'd be easy. And then you, yeah, hire, who the hell cares who you hire? Face don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for, it's all voice at that point, right? It's all voice. I think that their mistake has always been, you know, oh, we got to have a face so we can empathize or whatever. And it's like, no, empathizes with Vader. Who, you know, Doom just comes in all robot like and, you know. And with a with a hard on I am your father. Yeah. <laughs> Read. I am your father. Read. I am your father. Ooh, that was. Good. <laughs> I, I uh, I've, I've done the Antonio Banderas voice a lot over the years, thanks to Desperado and Puss. <laughs> we watched Shrek. We watched Shrek a lot at my house when the boys were little, so I. I can do that voice. Nice. Yeah, see, that'd be cool. Cool as hell. Let's call up Marble. 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 <laughs> Marble. Let's contact the Kevin Feig uh, AI. How are you programming that in? Which I have to say was one of the funnier moments in the She-Hulk thing is Kevin. Oh, 100%. <laughs> It's like the most burn-like moment. It was just dumb. It's like you never saw the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I, I I would love. I don't think they're going to do any more She-Hulk, but I would love for them to do it and just go like that burn run from the late '80s where it was like sea characters and stupid shit and like breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Let's just I, do some. Let's do that. And can we do a what if with Moon Knight? I don't even know what that is, but can we do something? You can do Moon Knight. Yeah, you got branch them out, man. You know, just branch them out. Quit, quit. You do a what if, and then you go back to the what if and do a what if on the what if. Now there's your inception. What if directed by Christopher Nolan? <laughs> the watcher gives some really obscure voiceover, and, you know, camera angles roll all around. <laughs> okay, and I do like I do like Jeffrey Wright as the voice of the. Oh, of he's the fantastic! Because you're sitting here, you hear it, and you're like, "Yeah, I buy that." Yeah, yeah, I totally buy that. <laughs> yep, hundred percent. He was great as Jim Gordon in that last Batman movie. Loved that. <laughs> And if you haven't seen American Fiction, that movie he's nominated for an Oscar for, that one's really, really good. We have seen that one. 
right. and it's not three hours long. Fantastic. Um, see me bringing it back around to where I started. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was contemplating see if we could get some of the boys together to do an Oscar show, but the show the Oscars are in like two weeks. I don't know if we'll get that in this year. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about getting Hunter on here. I keep trying. Because I wonder, was I asking one, how do you plan to compete against Travis Kelsey for Taylor's love? That's true. <laughs> and then actually, I, I do have questions about, um, you know, how do you decide as a comedian, you know, like, like, okay, you've got all your little bits in your head, right? Do you plan out how they're going to go? Do you adjust on the fly when the audience isn't buying that, you know, right? old English sounds like Appalachia? Which was really funny, by the way. <laughs> this is funny. He was like, well, it certainly explains Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, man. Cousins. Um, <laughs> I, that was a solid bit. I saw that that clip, too. And I'm like, that's smart. That's well, that's really the whole thing, you know, because, like, I, I remember a comedian who was telling jokes. They weren't landing. And he, he says, oh, you know. Like Shane Gillis's monologue last night? I couldn't bring myself to watch a show. I don't actually tend to watch the I'm not what the okay. They were going to make him a cast member, and then yeah. he made some Asian jokes, and Bowen said no. I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> well, he was supposed to come on the same time as Bowen and Chloe did, mm -hmm. and like he apparently had made some, you know, really stupid shit. Yeah, which his telling of it is it was taken out of context, which is entirely possible. I've never gone back and looked at it. Mm -hmm. I don't have any idea, but he wanted to just kind of walk, walk. He wanted to acknowledge it and walk away from it. And then he did this really awkward monologue that was nothing landed. It was, it was painful. Mm. So anyway, sorry. You, no, no, no. Uh, uh oh, lost the thread again. You were this comedian. Nothing was oh, landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy, it, he's he's doing all these jokes. They're not landing. <clears throat> and and the, the the one that turned the tide is just like, well, you know. He goes, man, he goes, rough night. He goes, yeah, well, he goes, you're better than the, I saw him in St. Louis. He goes, you're a lot better than the crowd I saw out in Kansas City. He goes, man, I tell you what. He goes, they, they thought NATO was the past tense of NATO. Okay. Oh, so wait a minute. I laugh because I think that's actually very funny. Uh, and the audience just, nobody gets it. And he's like, all right, got it. I see where this is going. Who wants to hear some dick jokes? And the crowd was <laughs> nuts. And he'd start, you know, and I always want to talk, I'd want to ask Hunter, is it, you know, is there a moment where you just like bail out and and go to something that you know is not what you're trying to do, but you know it gets a laugh, so you just, you know. Uh, and also, do you structure your act, or do you have the bits and you kind of go with what's playing at the, you know, what's hitting at the moment? Those are good questions. I'll reach out to him again. I'll mm -hmm. reach out to him again because that's that's interesting. Because I would like to. Yeah, that's good. That's a good line of questioning. I have moments. <laughs> hey, it's almost time to say goodbye to our uh, our Instagram people. They have another minute and a half of us, and then they will be kicked off. So if, if you're with us on Instagram Live, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, <laughs> we will continue without you. Go to Facebook or to YouTube to continue the journey. Hey, what have you got on your desk this week? Oh, look at that. I'm going like, to tee it up, and then they're going to get kicked off. Look at me do that. That's <laughs> not right. What's on your desk? And it's fab. <laughs> <laughs> if we just keep dragging out, we've got one minute left on Instagram. Oh, man. 
I can oh, go okay. first. Or you want to go first? No, you go, go first. I, right. just, mine's not on my desk. I'm going to reach over here slowly. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Instagram. <laughs> Very nice. Is that what uh, one of the boys did that one? Connor, Connor huh? gave me that for Christmas. I got a frame for it yesterday. So I'm going to hang it up out here. And it's awesome, isn't it? Even luchadors get the blues. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, the boys did that for me. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I told him it was going to be my desk thing. He was pretty excited. So there you go, boy. I'm a man of my word. Nice. Nice. Yeah. My daughter over the summer, I, I had her doing stuff with like safety presentations. Okay. So now she'll send me pictures of like construction on campus of OSHA violations. <laughs> 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 and that's all she wrote for Instagram. All right. Yeah, that's it. Bye. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. Then the other day she was sending me uh, workplace fatalities. Oh, God. She's like, how is shot by your ex-boyfriend a workplace fatality? <laughs> she like, gets it. <laughs> exactly. It's like, um, I don't think it's one the company should be fined for <laughs> unless they, anyway. I was like, wow. I keep telling her, I go, babe. 80,000 to start out of college. <laughs> just just saying, 80 grand safety professional right out of college. Wow. Yeah. Man, maybe 60, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's better than average. And you're halfway there. All you got to do is, you know, watch a bunch of OSHA videos. <laughs> and I said you can help with that. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go with the ever-growing uh, collection from the Black Lagoon. Oh, nice. What you got there? So this is the Nika. Oh, Ooh. I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, that does not do any justice is it, at all. Is, it's just a big flare. <laughs> yeah. Is it green? It is black green. And, it's the green I saw one. the black and white version of it somewhere. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, those are cool. So we've got... One? I think I remember what I saw it. Uh, I, I've, I think I've got a line on one here. Okay. We got uh, one, two, six spare hands. Oh, uh, exactly. Sure, because they're not posed any different. Uh, and two extra heads. How, Sadly, why, why do you need extra heads? Are they is he snarling or like smoking yes. or so, yeah. performing kind of lingus? What's the what are the other heads? I don't. Yeah, that's right. There's one with the octopus tongue. No. Um, <laughs> And that's so why she went back to the swamp with him. It, it uh, basically is there's the, the two alternate heads. It looks like the gasping fish out of water. So you've got the okay. main head with the mouth closed. You've got the other one about half open. And then the other one full. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, there's a, there's a, a uh, I told you about this. There's a guy near me who does use toys and he also right. is a big fan of some of these things so he'll he'll carry them um his used toys though i, I watched him it's like they have a thing it's missing an arm she's looking at ebay <clears throat> and you're like the one you're pricing against is mint that thing with the broken arm is not 185 dollars you know right and she's trying to price it at like 150 it's like no it's it's trash um 20 bucks 20 bucks <laughs> last weekend I went to one of those sort of collectible toy stores shows. Mm -hmm. They had a small one, not far from the house, uh, five bucks to get in. Right. Um, and, uh, it was three 
uh, one more booth that sold 3D printing, and it should have been more rightly called a maker's fair. You know. Oh, really? Everybody had, and they all had, it's like, okay, you guys have all downloaded the 3D Dragon, uh, and you've all printed it in, you know, rainbow colors. It's it's uh, not my thing. Other half of the booths were, were Pokemon cards. And then a lot of G.I. Joe, a lot of Transformers. And Kristen goes, what about Star Wars? I go, oddly, not a lot of Star Wars. We had what? one out here a year or so ago. I went to it like the like the horse arena down in Dripping Springs. And it's kind of the same thing. It was like a lot of stuff I wasn't looking for. And I went with a couple of things in mind that I would have paid for. Couldn't find yeah. them. You oh, know? Yeah. They had one booth. The guy was all Batman, which was cool. That's interesting. He, he, I mean, it was all Batman, Batman re related. So it was a lot of uh, the Justice League unlimited figures. Oh. Yeah, one guy had one. Had a had a tub for a dollar. Had the is it Jack of Hearts that has like the two? Well, who's the character has like he has like the the maybe they're not the theater masks, but it looks like the theater mask. Oh, Psycho Pirate. Psycho Pirate. Yeah. Yep. Um, because Chrissy goes, did you buy anything? I go, I almost bought that, but it had only been a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never been to a show where they had a tub of those. I've got a few holes in my collection I need to fill. I'm about to stumble into one of those. But yeah, but that was it. Other than that, you know, you you kind of wandered around and and uh, it's it a small hall to to begin with. A uh, lot of Pokemon cards, like. This is a vintage Toy Story. These Pokemon cards, these are not vintage, you know. Uh, it it basically looked like a, a bunch of guys who had gone to Target and Walmart the day before and, like, bought out the clearance section. And now we're trying to get, you know, Retail Plus. So. And you're sitting there going, I want to find my little tiny robots. And they're like, oh, yeah, Shogun Warriors? Yeah, those are pretty cool. I don't have any of those. Would you like a G.I. Joe? No. <laughs> it's not even remotely the same, but thanks no, for asking. Not even close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Giant fighting robot, snake eyes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I went there looking for my little Shogun, Mattel Shogun guys, my little ones, mm -hmm. and uh, was kind of hoping to maybe luck into some of those um, Universal Monsters, Teenage Mutant, you know, because I figure there Ninja has Turtles. to be. Yeah, because you have to figure, okay, it's the Nika toy line. I've seen guys, like, wiping out those sections in Target. So, you know, kind of think, maybe I'll find one of the old... Nah, nah, nothing, nothing. But I could find as many shitty, fucked-up G.I. Joe vehicles as I could want. <laughs> Didn't this have wheels? Oh, yeah, but that's vintage. Those fall off. What? <laughs> Was this from the Michael Richards collection? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out there in the, the we're gonna have to amputate. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much a, a bunch of stuff like that, just just broken up. I mean, you know, it only cost me five bucks to get in, but it also, you know, cost me an hour <laughs> to try not <laughs> there, wander around, and drive home. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was kind of how I was at this one. I was like, oh, it's a vintage to toys fair. Maybe I'll find like some old, you know, like maybe like Amigo Planet of the Apes, like a Dr. Zayas would be kind of, kind of that fun. That would be fun. Yes. Nothing, and nothing no. even remotely like that. It was 
same kind of situation. There was a couple of guys with like the giant Funko Pop booths, and then mm-hmm. one guy with the long table of of comics with the giant tubs of buy two get one free trades. The same mm-hmm. guys you see everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That group. Yeah, yeah. We went to uh, last week, and the boys were home for a visit, and we went to uh, they had. Uh, they were doing the Ameripolitan Music Awards in town that weekend, which is kind of like Americana music, right? Okay. With a Texas bent, and so they were having like a like a pop up shop at the the Garden Inn. We went, and I had no idea that scene was that large. There were a lot of uh, people in vintage Western wear. The pop up parts of it were were sad and made me cry, um, <laughs> but the people watching was priceless. Lots well, that- of bandanas and. DuckTales. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Somebody asked me about cosplay at like Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Like, are you ever doing it? It's like, oh no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm brave, but not that brave, you know. Um, and they started to say something. I was like, yeah. I go. I, I, let me just clue you in. I go. Sometimes I make fun of like how bad a costume might be, right? But not a whole lot because they're brave enough to wear it out in public. 100%. And I said, and, and, and the event that, that changed my mind is I was at the local comic show and there's people in cosplay and I get behind these two unwashed masses that are dogging on everybody in cosplay. Oh, look at that. He's just sweatpants in this. And I mean, they fucking reek, right? They turn around. They look like the DeShazer brothers. Let's go ahead. <laughs> right. So that's one you'll understand. That's uh, just for me. That's just for you. But yeah, I mean, the long, greasy hair, unwashed, just smelling. And anyway, uh, they're talking on everybody with a costume. And I'm thinking, man, you guys are a bunch of dicks. And then they get to a booth. They drop down on all fours, and now they're sitting here rummaging through the tubs with their ass crack, you know, blowing in the breeze. And you're like, I will never make fun of cosplayers again. Right. Ever. <laughs> well, I mean, we, I mean, even like local cons, I always, I always dig it, but like we've been to Comic Con enough times where like you can see the work that some of these people put into this. And it's, it, there's no reason to make fun of anybody who's given you're right, putting the effort in. I mean, they're they're passionate, they have a vision. Whether or not they execute it to their fullest, they're doing their best. Right? Oh yeah. And they're putting it on and wearing it out in public. And God bless them for it. Exactly. I remember taking Babe to a show, right? <laughs> so a couple walks by. It's Green Arrow, Black Canary, right? She knows who Black Canary is from the 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 Batman musical episode, right? Okay. Yeah. So she's the maestro, musical, whatever that is. Music meister. Music meister. So she knows Black Canary. So this couple walks by. She says, Dad, look, what? It's Black Canary. I'm like, yeah. She goes, well, who's with her? I go, that's Green Arrow. And I mean, little kid, big voice, quiet lull and everything going on around us. That's not Green Arrow. Oh, no. I grabbed her by the shoulder and spun her around real quick. So there's no idea. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, in her defense, it was a bad costume, but well, it's just like, really, I don't think she should be called out by a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I used to put the boys to work when I would take them to the Comic Palooza in Houston. Uh-huh. And I would go and take pictures of cosplay. I'd have them. I'd give them the Gonzo Geek cards. Uh huh. 
with this with the with the QR code on it. And I was like, "Hey, get the picture, yeah." And I'd take the pictures, and then one of them would hand up the card. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> we take off. Put them to work. Hell yeah! Oh my god. Oh man. <sighs> so, I think that's all I have. That's I'm 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 at that point too. I was supposed to work in the yard yesterday. Rolled my ankle. Ouch. You okay? <laughs> yeah. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sitting here like going, man, I was picking up sticks. I was going to have a bonfire. Kristen, uh, her 104-year-old grandmother had fallen and broken a couple of ribs. Oh, no. So she went out to St. Louis to, you know. Sure. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this would be great. I, that's the wrong way to say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Okay. You're like, yeah, you're just kind of like, all right, I got the house to myself. You know, uh, burn some shit. I'm just gonna burn sticks all night. I'll go and you know, I'll make a pitcher of margaritas or something, and I'll I'll sit out there with the iPad and just burn sticks till my. Then I roll the ankler, and it's like, well, fuck you, yard. You win tonight. I'm gonna go inside and watch white collar. You fucks. <laughs> I uh, I was gonna make a drink before dinner, before dinner, before the show, and I didn't get around to it because we started started our our binge three night binge of Killers of the Flower Moon. But have you heard of a batanga? A who? A Batanga. No, isn't she on a uh, Boy Meets World? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> it is live. We scare the, the long lost Mark's brother <laughs> in Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah. It is lime juice, tequila, and Mexican Coke. Oh, pure cane sugar. Yes. Interesting. I'm going to have to try. I bought. A, I bought. A, we went to the grocery store this morning, and I bought a, it was a bottle of Mexican Coke with the intent of making one for the for the show, and I did not get it done. But uh, I'm intrigued by the makeup of that, so I'm going to be trying one. Oh uh, yeah, I we had in our building. Uh, we have so much space, we loaned some of it out. But the local craft brewers had sort of like a trade show. Oh, so I, I babysit that part of the day yesterday. Nice. And it really wasn't babysitting. They did their own thing. I worked on stuff, and then I'd go over there and check them on, check on them every now and again, just make sure. Like, I'd get a sample or two. No, man, those fuckers are stingy as hell. I, I was hoping <laughs> for like a, you know, they have like boxes. That everybody who gets is getting a Pilsner glass, right? And you're like, right. hey, man, that's pretty cool. I, I'd take that. I'd, I'd drink from that. No offer. You know, I'm standing right next to the guy, and he's handing them out. It's like, really, dude? I'm giving you the space for free. You're the man. But they leave and they leave behind a bunch of craft beer, which, you know, uh, I don't know what hoppy is, but man, some of this shit, you're like, I'm going to go get some Pop-Tarts and get this taste out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you. <laughs> Chunky. Yeah. little, little, it's like, okay, there's bitter and then whatever comes after better. And then this, um, Jeez, two steps past bitter, two steps past bitter. Which the probably phase. the name of the beer. Uh, let me just say that you could probably sell that in a microbrew. Two steps past bitter IPA or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> probably right. You could. You make a shirt, make a little thing. Two steps past bitter. It's like that keep on trucking guy kind of the thing. <laughs> the R crumb drawing with the guy. Yep. Two steps past bitter. Oh my god. A road sign that says bitter in the background. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck, that'd be it. That would work. That would really work. <laughs> we need to sell it to someone. Uh-huh. Well, wait a minute. We'll just 
fucking create it and sell it at the uh, slurp shop. There you go. Two <laughs> steps past bitter. Two steps past bitter beer. Um, <laughs> they had one that was like a cherry something jubilee sour. I don't know what sour beer tastes like. It kind of frightens me. Uh, it was see my cousin Ben, who you've met, mm-hmm. his his step brother apparently makes bitters bitter beers in his spare time, and I'm like, I don't even. That doesn't even sound appealing to me. As I've the, the older I get, the less I enjoy beer. So it's like, yeah. Oh, I, I totally agree. Because like I, you know, everybody's like, oh, you got free beer. I and admittedly, yes, I got into the fridge and I was, you know, setting up workstations and knocking a couple back because I was going home to an empty house. So fuck it, who cares? Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, might have to check my work when I get back. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I was like going through and looking at this stuff because, you know, we've had parties and everybody comes in and it's like, if it ain't Bud Light, they're not drinking it. So, you know, you, you know, half in Legan locker and you're like, okay, well, what is that? <laughs> Ooh, Christ, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they left it there for us to enjoy, not for me to take one sip of and throw away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've got some, some hipster electrician who would love to have the, uh, the micro brews you've got some hips thrown staff you know you do oh i know somebody asked me what is what are these guys like i go i don't know they're they look like a little tiny group of hip lumberjacks they've all got like flannel shirts cuffed jeans boots wallet chains you know and i mean i I was in yes the handlebar really really overly uh quaffed beard facial hair you know and uh they said, no, nah, they don't look like that. And a bunch of them came around the corner. <laughs> and and they like, all look like that. I was like, it's not a stereotype if it's true. That's right. <laughs> uh, that is correct, sir. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, hipster lumberjacks. Uh, to guys who never picked up an axe. <laughs> Step down at the axe throwing shop. Right. Yeah. Did I tell you about when we did axe throwing for our team building exercise at Christmas? Did we talk about that? Uh, we may have touched on it, yeah. They had axes and they also had throwing stars and batarangs. Yes, you did tell me about okay, that. Okay, that's right. Okay. Throwing stars would be like a throwback to childhood. Hey, yeah. we're Arthur's house again. Benson, <laughs> run! <laughs> I was kicking ass with that throwing star. And they're like, how? What? I'm like... I had lots of unsupervised time with throwing stars as a teenager. <laughs> Why are you so good at that? Both my parents work. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have enough time to explain the compound behind the restaurant with no adult supervision in the rate in the, the 80 foot satellite dish. Just trust me when I say <laughs> I forgot about the satellite dish. That's because he's a fucking spy. <laughs> All I know is we were able to tune in Flesh Gordon one night. I... <laughs> and you didn't have to do all the funky stuff, like put it to channel three and then. Yeah, you know, like, you literally had to off. line it up with the fucking satellite is what you had to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so everybody understands. This isn't like the early days of HBO where they put that little dish network, t- you know, oh, no, size, no. This like a 12 inch serving size, plan. That like thing was a satellite dish in the backyard. <laughs> so we could get Cantonese programming. <laughs> Again, spies. <laughs> <laughs> there were rumors. 
I know. I, I looked up. I looked up the mall, and I think it's like a Planet Fitness is like squeezed into that space where the restaurant. That's funny because be. I looked the other day too, and the uh, <laughs> I did the same thing last week, and uh, like because uh, the gas station, the Miguez gas station is gone. It's something else now, mm-hmm. it's like a Mexican restaurant or something. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because I the Miguez story is such a fun one to tell. Because it's yes. like, look, I got, it. I go, I can't. Because you you have to do it like, okay. We're standing here, right? We're on the edge of the property. Okay. The other side of the room is where his truck was stolen. <laughs> well, that's like 10, 15 feet away. It's probably like 20, 25, but yeah, pretty much. You know, you could have plenty of time to run over and stop the guy from stealing your truck. If you weren't inside buying a Coke because you didn't want an RC for free, so you <laughs> drove... 20 feet away, parked in front of a dumpster, left your car running with the door unlocked to walk a distance greater to the front store of the convenience store than from where you were parked to where you were parked now. That's the thing. I go, you guys don't understand. He literally parked 25 feet away from where he was. They're like, well, what's he up to now? And I go, he's probably hosting cockfights and Bunky. <laughs> uh, I found him on, on uh, Facebook or LinkedIn. I can tell you what he does. What? You did? I looked him up. Oh, God, and You know the Hunt Brothers Pizza that they sell at gas stations? <laughs> yes. He's the sales rep for that. Oh, wow. I'd rather do cockfights. Yeah, cockfights <laughs> and monkeys is a better story. <laughs> and which one is that? That then. Brother Dickie is working in all the gas stations that sell Hunt Brother Pizza. Probably. <laughs> working his way through them one at a time. Yes. That's that if anybody's still listening, we had a guy who worked at every fast food place in Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, he would he worked himself up to uh potentially getting promoted and left every time. Every time he'd get up there on the cusp of responsibility and <laughs> decide he needed to start the whole career path over. <laughs> And everything he did, he would say, this is how we did it at the last place. The last one, you know, dude, who wrapped this burger? That's how we do it at McDonald's. Okay. You're not there. (laughs) Who did this? Boom. That's how we did it at Wendy's. Boom. How we did it at Burger King. Boom. How do we do it at Taco Bell? Where'd you get the tortillas for the the (laughs) sandwiches, man? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was. Okay, that one got you. Got me with that one. That was good. That was a, okay, then you'll appreciate this one. I stop at an Arby's <clears throat> to get like a beef and cheddar because I'm Jones in for a beef and cheddar, right? I love the cheese sauce and the red ranch dressing and the toasted onion roll. <laughs> right, and the three ounces of roast beef. And the three ounces of roast beef. Yes. Oh, I get the bigger one. You know, I step uh-huh. it up to the supersized beef. And All righty. I go in there, <clears throat> and the dude says. Hey, just want to let you know, we run out of roast beef. We'll probably be about 30, 40 minutes uh, till it's ready again. And I said to him, you know, I used to work at an Arby's and we did that once because our manager was a moron. Is that what <laughs> happened here? <laughs> and he said, Ha <laughs> ha. Uh sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. 
that's what we're making sandwiches with like an ounce and a half of roast beef, slivers of roast beef. What's left? What's behind the blade? Oh, the little shavings. Yeah, scoop. And try it out blades. Try it out shiver. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd forget. I think I had consciously blocked that out of my memory. Because that night we ran out of those. We ran out of potatoes. We ran out of like turnovers. Oh, and those, that's. Oh. <laughs> They must have been desperate when they made him a manager. That's all I'm going to say. I think they was, because wasn't that after uh... after Steve left? No, uh, Dave told me they were training him to be like a shift leader, and mm-hmm. somebody left in mid-shift, the man or whoever. I don't know if it was Steve, because it was like a year in before they... Okay. But anyway, yeah, because I, I think I asked Dave, I go, how did this happen? They were <laughs> training him to be a crew leader. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> why were you doing that? Why? <laughs> I still remember the time they handed us the order form and lettuce was misspelled and it was spelled L E T I C L E. Lettically. Lettacles. Yeah, we're getting lettacles. Yes. Lettical pops. It's delicious. It's very fibrous. Oh my God. Yes. So. <laughs> Nah, maybe we can bring it home and wrap it up. <laughs> All right, well, one more thing, one more thought I had the other day when I was doing the map search, right? Because I was doing I was playing the same game you were, right? Because there's all kind of shit out by where we used to live too that wasn't there. Oh yeah, was, right? Yeah. <laughs> we should go sometime and do like a live stream from Lafayette. Like, hey, this used to be blurp. Now it's blurp. I don't know. <laughs> so I think it's been. Eight, seven or eight years since I've been. Oh, it's been so much longer. I know. <laughs> I know. That's why it would be fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Go do a, do a podcast from the old hometown. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even go back for class reunions. I know. Uh, but it's it's kind of just fun. be you and I. That well, would be fun. Be that would be fun. Yeah, I went to Kristen when we started dating. She took me to her class reunion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know anybody. So <laughs> it starts off innocently enough. Uh, I'm sitting in line getting some food, and this, this girl walks up to me and, you know, hey, how's it going? Going good. She says, you know, I think I should know your name, but I don't. I was like, that's okay. I go, but we, she says, we had a class together, didn't we? And I'm looking at her, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we did. And she goes, uh, she goes, was algebra? I'm like, oh, my God. I go with uh, Miss, uh, she goes, Mr. So-and-so. I go, yes, yes. We did have that class together. Oh, my God. How are you doing? Doing great. I went to class with, like, four or five people there. (laughs) Before Kristen tasered you? Yeah. What's going on? Uh, Nothing. (laughs) And it was like, how are you doing this? I go, it's the best part. They think they remember me. I go, you do look familiar. They fill in all the blanks. And I just go with it. It's like being a fort. It's like being a psychic. <laughs> just lead them to the answer to their own question. So we're doing something, making gift bags for people, you know, it's a charity thing. Right. And it's a couple of people that she works with, but everybody else is a stranger. And somebody tries to be funny about having my company name on my sweatshirt. You know, she goes, oh, are you so-and-so? 
and it's out of my mouth before I can say it. No, I get that a lot. My name's actually Dave. <laughs> Dave <laughs> Douglas. She goes, oh, okay. <laughs> so now I'm like trying to come up with a backstory for Dave Douglas. <laughs> and what I finally settled on was freelance mathematician. <laughs> and they're like, what? I go, yeah. <laughs> I go, it's, it's a lot. It sounds a lot better than a, a data analyst, you know. And then, of course, as I'm building out the character, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I specialize in multiplication, but uh, I wouldn't mind working a little long division with you, you know, figure out how many times this goes into that. <laughs> <laughs> Bazinga. Bazinga. Frank had suggested, tell him you're a cactus farmer because you're a prick. <laughs> I was like, I go, actually, that's the lead up. You say that, and then you say you're a data analyst and say, yeah, see, doesn't Cactus Farmer sound so much better? And then you never have to talk about numbers again. <laughs> Dave Douglas, freelance mathematician. Freelance mathematician. Uh, he was a pilot. Kristen's like, well, do you still fly? And I was like, no. I, I had like a near miss when I was just starting off and I, I get claustrophobic and I just, I run the simulator, but I can't do the rest of it. I just freak out. <laughs> One of her friends is like, wow, it's amazing that you've come up with a backstory just like that. <laughs> that was good though. I will give you, I like the part about running the simulator. Yeah. I said, but then of course people might ask you questions about avionics and you're like, yeah, I don't know anything about that. I know a little bit about trim and working the stick. <laughs> yeah, I got thrown out for sexual harassment. <laughs> so that it? Why not? Yeah, exactly. So, all right. And on the secret origin of Dave Douglas, freelance mathematician, we're going to call this one a show. Call this one a show. I'm talking I'm possessed by Ed Sullivan. I don't know what just happened there. Right here. The Beatles, Jim Morrison and his wang. It's going to be a hard day's night. They're working like a person. All right, folks, that's the end of 71 Slurp Toast Podcast. I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. And we will see y'all the next time. Bye.